Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, go. Slammy. Hey. Hit it up the park. Hit it up the park. Hit it with a strike. Hit it with a strike. From the national anthem, anthem. to the bottom of the night. I'm in. Slammy. Hey, go. Slammy. Hey, go. Slammy. Hey, go. Slammy. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 523 of the Talking Friars podcast and YouTube show. Ben Fadden with you here on this Sunday, November 26, 2023. Hopefully, everybody is enjoying their Thanksgiving weekend, their extended four-day weekend. I wanted to hit on part of what Jim Bowden MLB expert, insider, writer for The Athletic, part of what he talked about in his, I don't know if it's his latest athletic piece, but his broad Major League Baseball trade and free agent target piece, solutions for each National League team's key needs. So it wasn't just a Padres-based article, but it hit on all of the National League teams, their free agent targets, their trade targets, and I just wanted to give a reaction because there are seven free agents that were listed here. I'm not going to go over the trade targets. I will do that coming up this week in a later show. Uh, Expected, by the way, to have an interesting interview coming out on Monday. Hopefully that happens. So stay tuned for that coming up probably tomorrow night. Um, But yeah, today I'm going to get to the free agent target reaction. And then later this week, I'll hit on the trade targets that Jim Bowden put out for the San Diego Padres. So he had seven free agent targets, and I'm going to get to those names. But before I get to those names, I just wanted to, you know, 
preface this by saying that there are a lot of these free agent targets that are listed for the Padres listed for other teams as well. So it's not like it's, oh, yeah, Padres definitely. Target, they're targeting this guy. They should target this guy, and good chance landing this guy. No, like there's a lot of teams here that are listed that are trying to get this guy, or that Jim Bowden lists as, yeah, this team, Team X, should go target Blake Snell or someone like that. Like I, I just go look at the first team here. I think it's alphabetically Arizona Diamondbacks need starting pitching, free agent targets. Yoshinobu Yamamoto, Blake Snell, Jordan Montgomery, Sonny Gray, Michael Walker, Eduardo Rodriguez, Seth Lugo, Lucas Giolito, Jack Flaherty, Kenta Maeda, James Paxton. Right? So, and some of those names are on the Padres free agent target list. But these are some interesting names. And he did say before getting into the names, he said, here are my thoughts on each team and what I'm hearing in conversations with decision makers throughout baseball. So, I don't know if this is him having conversations with people in the Padres front office that know a little bit about who the Padres are trying to target, or is this talk him talking with executives around the league, not with the Padres, and those executives are saying, yeah, I think that they should target this person, or I think that they will target this person. Without further ado, though, let's get to the names here. San Diego Padres, seven names. I posted the names on X, on Twitter, I still, I'm going to call it Twitter. It's weird to call it X, but on social media, at Talking Friars. And here's the San Diego Padres section from Jim Bowden. He says, needs, starting pitching, bullpen help, upgrade to the bottom third of the lineup. Do I agree on those? Yes. Starting pitching, yes. Bullpen help, yes. Bottom third of the lineup. So, yeah, like the Garrett Coopers of the world, like that's, I guess they were kind of hitting middle of the lineup, but yeah, bottom of the lineup there. Yeah, they they need some help there. You know, catching. I don't think catching, you're going to see the catcher hit third in the lineup. Um, depth, Trent Grisham, center field, bottom of the order. You probably want at least someone that's going to hit better than 200. So yeah, I agree with those needs there. I think it's more positionally than just upgrade bottom third of the lineup. I think every team in baseball wants to upgrade the bottom third of their lineup. I think it's more like first base, DH. Let's get another catcher in there that's better than Brett Sullivan. Right? Like stuff like that. Maybe an upgrade in center field if we can get that. Or if you're moving Tatis to center field. I don't, I wouldn't do that because Tatis just won platinum glove in right field. Like just try it. Try to bring someone in in center field that will be a little bit better than Grish, or you just roll with Trent Grisham because he's not making a ton of money. I know the Padres are trying to save money everywhere, but he's not making a ton of money. So we'll see what happens. But yes, needs starting pitching is definitely the first one. It should be. Jim Bowden says, what they've done so far, hired Mike Schilt as manager, traded Scott Barlow to the Guardians for Eniel De Los Santos. And yes, as of this recording, that is all the major moves that the Padres have made this offseason. The offseason, though, is just getting started. The GM meetings already happened. The winter meetings are going to happen not this week, but the week after that. So that's when hopefully things are really going to get going. The, the uh, winter meetings take place in Nashville. They were in San Diego this past season, this past offseason, which uh, obviously was really fun to be able to be at. All right. Now, free agent targets that Jim Bowden lists. 
Yoshinobu Yamamoto. You will be hearing that name a lot around Major League Baseball this offseason. Blake Snell, Cy Young winner. Jordan Montgomery, World Series champ. Sonny Gray, hope to get the Twins to the playoffs and win some games there. Lucas Giolito, someone that is a name that baseball fans know but did not have a good year. Seth Lugo, a name Padres fans know, obviously, and he is going to have a big market in free agency. And Nick Martinez, I think another guy that will have a market in free agency, someone that can do multiple things. And that's another name that Padres fans are familiar with, obviously. And trade targets, obviously, we will get to that in a future episode later this week. So are these free agent targets realistic? You know, I, I looked at this and I was like, oh, wow, okay, Yamamoto, that's the biggest free agent pitcher on the board, not including Otani. He's going to get the most money among any free agent pitcher. Blake Snell, I could see it because, like, that's his, the Padres are the team that he won the Cy Young on. He's comfortable with the Padres. I feel like he likes being with the Padres. I get that. But, like, Jordan Montgomery, interesting. Sonny Gray, I'd love to have Sonny Gray. But that feels like still that would be something that the Padres don't want to commit to this offseason where they're at. Then the other guys, like Lucas Giolito, you know, one-year deal. Maybe he'll get two years from a team. But, like, one year, you that Giolito can use that team that he signs with use that year to be better, bounce back year, and then go get more money in free agency after the 2024 season. Lugo Martinez, okay. But the big guys, Yamamoto, Snell, Montgomery, Gray, do those make sense? Are those even realistic for the Padres? Now, what are those guys going to get in free agency? Like, that's a big question. And MLB Trade Rumors, every year they put out their top 50 free agents uh, with projections and predictions where they're going to sign and so i'm going to go through all of these names that were listed here by jim bowden and how many years are they expected to get by mlb trade rumors how much money are they expected to get what are the predictions there so starting off with yoshinobu yamamoto nine years 225 million dollars nine years now i think he's like 25 so that's understandable that he's going to get a long-term deal but $225 million for a guy that's never pitched in the big leagues. And I get it. He's won like three Japanese Cy Youngs. And I probably shouldn't be putting red flags on Yamamoto because he does look legit. Like, Go watch some of these highlights. Go watch some of these games that he's pitched in. He does look legit. There's a reason why there's a ton of teams that want to be interested in Yamamoto. I don't know how many, truly, how many teams are going to be interested because how many teams are going to be willing to give someone over $200 million on a long-term deal like this. That's that's up for debate. We'll see what happens. Are the Padres in that spot? Like, no, no. $225 million for Yamamoto for nine years. They're going to lock in another long-term deal for a starting pitcher. And this isn't a Musgrove five-year deal or a Suarez four-year deal. Or No, his, his was five years too as well, right? 46 mil, something like that. This isn't Darvish where he's proven himself in the big leagues and he's a vet and it's not terrible AAV-wise. Yeah, long deal, longer than what we probably wanted. But this is more than double the money of a Darvish contract, more than double the money of a Musgrove deal. $25 million a year 
And look at where they're at payroll-wise, the Padres. 186.3, a little over that, is their projected total tax allocations according to SpotTrack. So I think that what that means is that right now, what their luxury tax allocations are. 186, a little over 186. So less than $14 million of room they have to spend. If $200 million is the number that Major League Baseball is saying that they can't go over, or that's just the Padres' target, $200 million. That's less than $14 million to spend. So right there on Yamamoto, you're going over 200 you're going over that $200 million number. I just don't see it happening. I just don't see how it fits. Now, obviously, a big question is, will the Padres trade Juan Soto? And that's something we're obviously going to be discussing this offseason. Hopefully, there's a decision made on that pretty soon here. Because if the Padres don't have a decision made on this, then doesn't that kind of make their offseason plans a little bit cloudy? Because if they say, yeah, we're trading Soto, okay, then that frees up 30 plus million dollars of room in your payroll. And that can change how you go about things. Maybe you are aggressive with one of these big starting pitchers. Maybe that allows you to bring back someone like Blake Snow. Or you want to bring in someone like Sonny Gray or Jordan Montgomery or someone like that. Because now you have the room and you have room to go spend to repair some other spots on the roster, to fill some of the other holes on the roster. But if you don't have, if you have Juan Soto, excuse me, on this team still, less than $14 million of room, if $200 million is the number, you're not signing Yosh- Yoshinobu Yamamoto. And there are other teams in baseball that are in a much better spot than the Padres are in to bring in someone like Yamamoto. The New York Mets ha- obviously have a ton of money to spend. The San Francisco Giants have a ton of money to spend. They're, they, they're begging for a big free agent to come in. The Dodgers obviously have a ton of money to spend. What if they don't bring in Shohei Otani? They've got a bunch of money. The Chicago Cubs probably want to spend. We'll see what happens with the New York Yankees. I listen to Talking Yanks. That's uh, the biggest Yankees show, Yankees podcast. and Because I love listening to John Boy and Jake. I think they're smart, especially when it comes to the Yankees. And... Yamamoto is a big talking point there with the two New York teams. Um, so it just feels like there's teams that, I don't want to say more desperate because the Padres are desperate for starting pitching. But they're, it feels like they're in a better spot to bring in a big starter, a long-term contract. So like Yamamoto, it's not happening if the Padres keep Juan Soto on their roster. If Soto gets traded... The Padres' payroll will probably be around, what, 153.4, something around there. If you're taking 33 mil off of the Juan Soto, taking 33 mil off of the Padres' projected payroll, because that's what Juan Soto is expected to get in his final year of arbitration before free agency at the end of the 2024 season. So if you're around 153 after a Soto trade, you got like 46 around 45, 46, around that, little more than that probably, 46 plus million dollars of room to spend. If $200 million is that number that you don't want to go over. That's much more doable. Bringing in a big starting pitcher is more doable. 25 AAV for Yamamoto. Snell, seven years, $200 million. That's 28.5, a little over that. 
per year. Jordan Montgomery, six years, $150 million. That's $25 million AAV. Sonny Gray, four years, 90 mil. That's 22.4 AAV around that. Um, that is, again, these are all the MLB trade rumor predictions, projections. Lucas Giolito, two years, $44 million, 22 mil AAV. Lugo, three years, $42 million. That is 14 mil AAV. Nick Martinez, two years, 25 mil. That is $12.5 million AAV. So obviously, the ones that I named there at the bottom of this list that Jim Bowden lists free agent targets for the Padres, those seem more doable for sure. But how do, let's say the Padres, they have Juan Soto still on their roster. They have like $14 million of room. Even someone like Nick Martinez, two years, 25 mil, that's $12.5 million per year. That gives you like no room to go get a couple more starters. Let's say Nick's a starter to get another starter, at least one, and a first base DH bat and a catcher and bullpen help. Like you can make trades and you can bring in guys on rookie deals, but you see how this free agent market, you want to bring back someone like Dick Martinez or you want to bring back someone like Seth Lugo. I'm not saying that these are exactly what they're going to get. These are just predictions. But let's say these predictions are somewhat accurate. They'll end up being somewhat accurate. There's not a ton of money. There's not a ton of room for the Padres to go about their business here to make a complete roster. So a Juan Soto trade seems like something that they're going to have to do if they want more of a complete roster. I want Juan Soto on this team because I think he can help the Padres win baseball games. But based on where the Padres, based on some moves that the Padres have made in the past, you know, they've, they've made their bed as the saying goes, right? Now they have to lay in it. They have to... They have to find a way to get as complete of a roster as they can with Juan Soto on the team if they want that, which is which is something that I think Padre fans want. They want Juan Soto on the baseball team. You're already deciding, regardless of where the payroll's at, you've, Padres have already raised season ticket prices. They've already said, nope, season ticket prices are going up. No postseason appearance, none of that, but they're still going up. Ticket prices are still going to be high. With the payroll going down, with Juan Soto being dealt, it just gives the pod, it does make sense. Like you can make an argument for Juan Soto to be dealt. You can also make an argument for Juan Soto to stay because this offense is better with Juan Soto on it. <laughs> and will fans actually believe that this Padres team is trying all that they can to win a World Series if they trade one of the best hitters on the planet? And a guy that they just acquired last year, because we're still in 2023, they just acquired this guy. And they said three pennant races at least, and that's impossible now. You traded Gore, you traded your future, a big part of your future. Gore, Abrams, Hassel, Wood, Susanna, you traded all these guys. And you're going to get one pennant race out of Juan Soto. You make no postseason appearance with Juan Soto in 2023, and then you don't even see if you can make the postseason with Juan Soto because you trade him. And what are you going to get back? I think they can get back a good package, but I just don't know how you can really sell that to your fan base, you know? And maybe the Padres don't care about selling it to the fan base because, hey, 
fans, there's already a bunch of season ticket holders. Fans are going to come to the ballpark because there's still guys that are fun to watch play baseball. Fernando's still on the team. Musgrove's still on the team. Manny's still on the team. You know, there's still a reason to go to the game, even without Juan Soto. Like, Juan Soto's not, like, the face of the franchise. But it is one of the star players that you were selling Padres fans, like, we're going all in, trying to win a World Series, and then you trade them. I don't know how how well that's going to go over with the Padres fan base, but do Padres fans want the superstar power, or do they want more of a complete roster? And that's how the Padres will try to sell it. You know, like this, we offered. What what they might do is leak a big contract offer if they trade Soto. We offered him this. He won't take it. He wants to go to free agency, so we're going to trade him. We're going to get back some young, controllable pitching, maybe a young outfielder. Hey, we think we made this team more complete. We improved our future. We got to lower the payroll that created more flexibility, allowed us is going to allow us to be in it for some of these bigger name pitchers that we wouldn't have been able to be in it for if Soto was still on this roster. And hey, we still got all this talent on this team. We still believe in the players on this team. That's how they'll, you know, sell it. That's how AJ will probably have to sell it if they deal Soto. Um, I know I just veered off of the the free agent targets and kind of went on a different tangent there. But just there's there's more room, a lot more room to go about this. And these pitchers, like if I asked myself, if I asked you in the audience, is Yamamoto realistic? You would say no with Soto on this team. Is he more realistic if Soto's not on this team? I think the answer is yes to that. Blake Snell, is he more realistic if Juan Soto's not on this team? I think the answer to that is yes. $28 million a year, let's say. Seven years, $200 million, a little over $28 million a year. Is that more realistic? if Soto is not on this team and they have room because let's say they give Snell 28 mil a year. Okay. So 46 minus 28, $18 million to spend on probably another starter, couple more starters, catcher, first base, you know, Reese Hoskins. I bring his name up because maybe he's willing to take a one year deal a prove-it year, because he's coming off of injury, a one-year deal, how much would that cost the Padres, right? Or a team that is willing to, you know, give Hoskins a one-year deal like that. Would that be something the Padres would be interested in if they have more room and they want to bring in that first-base option and they want to move Crony to second base? Now, if you sign Hoskins, are you trading Kim? Like, what are you doing there? Are you finding a way to get rid of the Cronenworth contract? Like, how is that going to happen? You know, so I don't know if Hoskins is the best fit, but I'm just throwing that out there. Maybe it allows you, uh, you know, the Soto trade allows more room, and that can enter the picture a little bit. Um, again, the $46 million of room is if you trade Soto. But, like, Jordan Montgomery, $25 million a year. Six years, 150 is the MLB trade rumors prediction, projection. Is that, that doesn't seem realistic right now. Sonny Gray, four years, 90. If you trade Soto, I think that's realistic. 22 mil a year for Sonny Gray. You know, that's, you have 
you get a controllable starter for four years. Someone who's coming off of a good season with the Twins. And you still have room to spend. You still have, if you trade Soto, you still have, you know, $24 million, let's say, to spend if you're given gray $22 million a year. And that's doable, right? Right now, the Padres with Soto, they don't even have $24 million to spend. So maybe I'm talking myself into trading Juan Soto. I want Juan so- I want to try it with Juan Soto on this team. But I do have to ask myself, like, what's a more complete baseball team? Is it with Juan Soto on it and not a whole lot of room to spend? And maybe the Padres have to take risks. They have to bring in Giolito on a one-year deal, bring in Jack Flaherty on a one-year deal. Well, that might be appealing, you know, just because it's not long-term. And Flaherty had success under Mike Schilt, Ruben Diabla, let him work his magic. But are those guys guarantees to, you know, be really good for you? Or is that someone like Corey Kluber that I think the Red Sox, you know, gave a chance to or Lance Lynn, and it ends up not working out, right? And that's like the guy that you have to rely on because you didn't have much money to spend. You took that one-year risk, and you have to keep giving the ball to that guy, and it's, it's just not working out. He's still this guy. So, yeah, I mean, as we get lower on this list, like Giolito, two years, he's getting $22 million from a team per year. I don't see that happening. Let's say it's like two years, 20 mil. Maybe that's a little bit too small of a realistic projection, but it's like $10 million a year. That's really realistic if you trade Soto. And that gives you over $30 million still of room to get to that 200 mil. To get, yeah, to get to the $200 million number. Martinez or, or Lugo, $14 million a year. Martinez, $12.5 million a year. Like those obviously would be, be realistic with the Soto deal. If you don't have Soto though, and $200 million is the number, like I mentioned earlier, even those deals don't seem super realistic for the Padres. Because if you do that, and it's $14 million a year for Lugo. How are you building a complete roster if you're not trading Soto? And it's literally a league mandate. I don't know if this is the case, but we keep hearing the $200 million number being floated around. What if you don't trade Soto, you bring in Lugo, $200 million like is the mandate around that from Major League Baseball to get you back to where you're okay financially, you're not having to take out these $50 million loans and requesting a $100 million loan. Where are you getting these players to build this complete roster? Right? Because, like, you could say, oh, trade Grisham. Well, he's kind of cheap. Trade Kim. Well, he was one of your best players this past year. I know it's one-year control. You'd be selling high. But Cronenworth, okay, you have Cronenworth long-term. You made that decision. You, you just slide Crony over second base, and I'd be fine with that, with Cronenworth playing second base. But I, I would realize that Cronenworth was not as good offensively as Hassan Kim was. And are the Padres getting better by trading Hassan Kim for 2024? What are you getting back in that Hassan Kim trade? 
Is it a controllable pitcher like uh, Braxton Garrett, I think, has a ton of control left from the Miami Marlins? Is it someone like that that you're getting back? Who are you getting back? Is it a back-of-the-rotation starter? And you're trading a guy that was one of your best offensive players this past season and someone that's only getting better? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's going to be a very fascinating offseason. And AJ Preller is, he has his work cut out for him. And I'm so fascinated in what this Padres decision is going to be regarding Juan Soto. Because they're getting, they're getting offers. The Padres are talking with other teams about Juan Soto. Like, I, I just don't believe that they're sitting there and saying, nope, we're not talking about Juan Soto. AJ said in the press conference that they're going to be listening on Juan Soto, uh, on Juan Soto offers. You know, they like their position player group is what Preller said uh, when he was answering Jim's question at the presser for the Mike Schilt intro. But they're going to listen, and they have to listen. And I think the Padres, they will have more of a complete roster. They'll have, it's, is complete the right word to say? Because it feels weird saying that if you trade Juan Soto. You're going to have more of a complete roster if you trade Juan Soto. You're going to have a better offensive player playing one of the corners if you trade Juan Soto. The answer is no to that. And the pitching that you get back, is it an ace that you're getting back? No. Are you getting back? You're, you're getting back top prospects that can help you in 2025. That's not helping you in 2024. Now you are saving money, and that could allow you to make more of a complete roster. But how many of those guys are you getting back 
in a Soto trade, how many are going to help you in 2024? How many starting pitchers are you going to get back? Or is it you're going to get those starting pitchers in free agency? You're going to get the first base, the corner outfielder, or a center fielder, whatever. You're going to get those guys in free agency or trades that you can make now because you got a bunch of room to make those moves because you traded Soto. It's fascinating. Give your thoughts in the comments, in the YouTube comments here on social media at Talking Friars. These seven Padres free agent targets. Yoshinobu Yamamoto, nine years, 225 was the projected uh, contract that he'll land from MLB trade rumors. Snell was another one listed, seven years, $200 million. Bowden listed these guys. And then the contract I'm saying was the MLB trade rumors projection. Monty, Jordan Montgomery, six years, 150. Sonny Gray, four years, 90. Lucas Giolito, two years, 44. Lugo, three years, 42. And Martinez, two years, 25. I would throw, who are some other realistic free agent targets in there? Because I think some of these are not realistic right now that Bowden throws out there. But realistic. I throw Jack Flaherty in there. I throw Luis Severino in there. The Padres did, they, they did just attend a workout. I think, what's his name? Yariel Rodriguez? Yeah. Yariel Rodriguez hosts a workout for the Red Sox and Padres. He did this yesterday. He threw two innings during the workout, 27 years old, declared a free agent by Major League Baseball earlier this month after he was granted his release, his release by the Nippon Professional Baseball League's Chunichi Dragons back in October. He spent three seasons pitching out of the bullpen for the Dragons, a 3.03 ERA, 25.4 strikeout rate, 25.4% strikeout rate, 175 and a third innings during that time. 2022 campaign, a 115 ERA. So that's impressive. Bullpen help, yeah. But how much would he command in free agency? How many years? That's going to be interesting to see what happens there. And the Red Sox, I feel like they they want to spend money here. I think. Their new chief baseball officer, or president of baseball operations, Craig Breslow, he wants to he wants to make some moves here, and he's not going to be afraid. At least that's what he said at his presser. He's not going to be afraid to make some moves. And I think the Red Sox they need to get back to winning. You know, you, you let go Heim Bloom. I thought he should have probably got another offseason, but you let him go. So that means you're trying to be serious. So I think the Red Sox probably would be willing to go farther for Rodriguez than the Padres, or Maybe not, and they just they, they were inter they're interested a certain amount. But if the Red Sox are interested just for a certain amount for Rodriguez, the Padres would be too, right? They're not going to give them unless it's like a a four year three four year deal, low AAV, because the Padres they got to build out the rest of the the roster. So I don't know where that goes. I don't know if the Padres bring Yariel Rodriguez in and sign him. Um, but that was a nugget that was out there yesterday. Um, Jung-Hoo Lee expected to be posted early December. Padres probably will be showing interest in him, outfield help. But what is he going to get? Is that like 10 mil a year for five years? What is he going to get? It feels like the Padres are going to have to trade Juan Soto. And you know the Padres are going to seriously think about it when 
Preller is open, openly admitting, yeah, we're, we're, you know, we like our position player group, by the way, he has to say that. And then, but he's also saying at the same time, yeah, we're, we're going to, we're going to be listening. We're listening to offers. Man, I just, it's, it sucks that we're at this point, but this is what the Padres did. They did this to themselves, you know, with some long extensions, some extensions that they didn't have to do in the moment because some players were still multiple years of control and maybe they should have waited. But I guess, you know, if they were waiting, they were risking having to pay that player more because they're closer to free agency or they just had another good season or they had a better season than they had in 2022, you know? So, yeah. Um, did the Padres give, you know, I, I like that they kept Manny long-term, like no doubt, but maybe if they would have waited, they could have gotten him at a little bit less money instead of having to jump out there. But, you know, that's that's what Peter Seidler did. He jumped out there, gave Manny the money. He wanted Manny here for the rest of his career, and I respect that. I love that he was willing to spend the money. That's just who Peter was. Like, he wanted to win. He was willing to give the long-term contracts, invest in the team. Some owners in baseball don't do that. They're not willing to do that. So I'm grateful for that, you know. But this offseason, with some of these moves, this offseason, I, I don't know what the Padres' plan is here. How they're going to go about this? Are they already set on trading Soto, or are they just non-committal yet, and they they need to have a really good offer again, or or they, are they like no, let's let's act like we're not set so we can get some better offers, but we're going to trade Soto. We're going to trade Soto maybe before the winter meetings or winter meetings during it blockbuster trade and then we can go about our offseason with more money more room to operate and hopefully some of these star players on offense will be better this next season and our pitching staff can be strong with some of the guys that we can bring in because we have the room now maybe that's how the Padres do it but it's going to be an interesting offseason for sure again right now spot track has their projected total tax allocations at 186.3 a little bit over that. So if $200 million is that number, they don't have a ton of money to spend. And they've got plenty of holes to fill. All right. SeatGeek code, Talking Friars, $20 off your order. Reminder, not baseball season, obviously, but there's plenty of other events that you can go to. Take advantage of that. Please want to help you out there. SeatGeek wants to help you out. Underdog Fantasy, 100% deposit match up to $100. Plenty of action going on. Uh, around these Thanksgiving holidays, obviously, and as we head into December. Breaking Tea and FOCO, they've got some sales. I think the sales are still going on through this weekend. Um, so please take advantage of that, FOCO. Some great Padres bobbleheads and collectibles. Breaking Tea, Padres sweatshirts, Aztecs as well. Sweatshirts, shirts, uh, I believe 20% off some sweatshirts is Breaking Tea sale going on, I think, through Cyber Monday. Uh, Gaglion Bros, main sponsor, main partner of the show. Give them some love. Friars Road, their main location. Uh, best cheesesteaks, garlic fries in San Diego. They got the cheesesteak fries as well. Just normal cheese fries if that's what you want. They'll help you out. Main location again, Friars Road. They're inside Snapdragon Stadium. Inside, Sna uh, excuse me, inside Petco Park when events are held there. And click that website. 
click the link in the description for the website in obviously the description the link obviously for all of these websites these locations they are in the description as well and then quickly around san diego sports the main thing that was happening recently san diego state football i i did separate videos football and basketball football they got the win over fresno state brady hoke final game coaching at san diego state final game coaching in his college career it is over i thought it was the best game for San Diego State this season, the best offensive performance. Jalen Maiden accounted for a couple touchdowns. Jack Browning made like four field goals. Uh, the offense, it looked it looked fun. It was fun to watch. It was creative. And hopefully there's more of that to come next year when a new head coach, maybe some new coaches come in and can create some more entertaining football to watch for Aztecs fans because this year it was not very fun to watch. San Diego State basketball playing in a high school gym. It was filled with Aztecs fans. They got the win over Cal yesterday. That was their, what, fifth win of the year. They've only lost one game, and that was on the road to BYU. It was not even a bad loss. And there's no such thing as a bad win, in my opinion. Uh, sure, wins can be, you know, you can have a better win if you played better and you made more of shots down the stretch you know, San Diego State wasn't really able to do that against Cal. Really struggled there. They, they made the free throws when it counted late, though. But there's no such thing, in my opinion, as a bad win. You win games. You win a lot of games. At the end of the day, you're going to make the NCAA tournament. You're going to be in it for the Mountain West. You're going to be in a good spot come the end of the year when it matters the most. And so San Diego State, they keep stacking up those wins. Again, my full reaction to those games, basketball, football, Go to the YouTube channel, San Diego State, that playlist, or just go to videos and you'll see it there. But yeah, that's going to do it here. Talking Friars episode 523. Thank you all for the time. Jim Bowden, free agent targets, just giving my thoughts on that. Do you think that some of these players are realistic? Right now, Yamamoto, Snell, Monty, maybe even Sonny Gray. I just don't see how that, that these guys are too realistic for the Padres right now. But obviously the big question, will Juan Soto get dealt? That might open up the door for some of these bigger guys that we didn't think the Padres would be in for. Uh, Jim Bowden's trade targets. I will go over that later this week, so stay tuned for that. Thank you all for the time. Have a great rest of your day. See ya.